0: How do you handle it when married friends no longer ask you to do anything?
1: Mm. This is one of the unfortunate realities of divorce. Sometimes friends feel like they have to choose sides or they feel like you don't really fit into their lives anymore now that you are single.
0: Hey, hey, welcome to the WTF Divorce Podcast. My name is Rob Roseman. On this show, we talk about everything divorce, whether you're thinking about divorce going through it, or figuring out life after. Divorce, co-parenting, dating. We cover it all and break it into short clips so it's easy for you to find and learn from. If you want more help, head on over to WTFdivorce.com. Thanks for listening. On to today's show. Real quick, let's talk about the sponsor. Today's WTF divorce episode is brought to you by Soberlink. If you're going through a divorce and custody case involving alcohol, Soberlink is the solution for you. More on Soberlink at the end of the show. Now, on to today's episode. How do you handle it when married friends no longer ask you to do anything?
1: Mm. This is one of the unfortunate realities of divorce. Um, Sometimes friends feel like they have to choose sides or they feel like you don't really fit into their lives anymore now that you are single. Um, Whether it's because they only want to hang out with married people or they don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, like you're fifth wheeling. Um, It could be a myriad of reasons. Um, And this is a loss that many people grieve and understandably so. It's a reminder that divorce, while it can be liberating and freeing, also sometimes means saying goodbye to certain aspects of your former life. And that's hard. So My first question for this person would be Have you had a conversation with your married friends about this? Do they know how you feel? Perhaps they have no idea, or there's a different explanation, maybe, such as they're just super busy with their own stuff, or they're trying to respect your privacy and are waiting for you to reach out. Or perhaps the friendship has run its course, which is sad, but also part of life. So, regardless, having a conversation will give you clarity so that you can at least move forward down a certain path. And it may also be worth reflecting on the nature of your friendship with these people. So was it an intimate, connected friendship? Or was it more surface level and you hung out because you were all married? Something that i Notice as I continue to, to age and, and after going through my own divorce, is that I really care about quality over quantity when it comes to friends. So, personally, I would rather be close friends with a handful of people who are always there for me rather than casual friendships with 30 people that are more surface wow. level. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just about getting curious about what is it that's really bothering you about the fact that they're not reaching out? Is it because you really want to spend time with them and you miss them? Or is it because maybe you feel rejected or, again, grieving the loss of that former lifestyle?
0: That's such a good answer. And this is a part that I struggled with. I imagine everybody does is when you get divorced, you kind of expect people to come to you and say, oh, let's go grab a beer. How are you doing? Reality is they maybe in the beginning ask how you're doing and congrats, this is going to be great. But they kind of check out a little bit. And what happens is it's like now it's on us to initiate these interactions and that feels a little needy. It feels like Kara, I asked you if you want to have a beer one time, you said uh, I'm busy and then it's like the second time and now I give up. And so yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable when you feel like people should be out looking after me, but they're kind of just in their own lives. And that's something that I really empathize with people. It's like you want people to look after you, but in reality, You've got to get uncomfortable and initiate these conversations. Even like you said, tell people, I've got no problem hanging out with you and your husband. They might be like, oh, we thought it was weird. But when you never have that conversation, it's never going to they're never going to know.
1: Exactly. And, you know. Again, it could be a miscommunication or like, like you said, they just don't know. Or, you know, if they truly have moved on with their lives. Um, that's that's a hard pill to swallow and it sucks. But um, what is it like the Maya Angelou quote? Like when people tell you who they are, believe them. So if they're showing you either by their words or actions that they're not going to continue to be a friend for you, then at le- again, at least you have clarity and you can decide to spend your time with people who truly value you and want to be with you.
0: Yeah, it's really important. Like you will learn from that conversation if this is somebody that you want to continue with and that's another part I think about, like, when you are divorced, you're dealing with these, when you're dating, you're dealing with rejecting people, you're getting rejected. Also happens with friendships, these kind of micro rejections that can be really draining and it not talked about as much. Because when you're married, you might be on zombie autopilot mode, but well, we're going <laughs> out with the Johnsons for dinner again. You're not like, oh, they don't want to go with me, so... Uh, I think about that a lot of like how many little interactions where you're getting this discomfort and rejection that people don't always talk about that comes with divorce.
1: Yeah, totally. And, you know, some of my clients who I work with are post-divorce and relationships with with friends um, comes up often because, I mean, divorce is a new chapter of your life. And so you have to really decide what you want that chapter to look like. And that might mean leaning into certain friendships and, and backing away from others. So it's all just about exploration.
0: Well, Kara, this was awesome. You nailed all these questions. Let people know where they can find you.
1: Sure, I'm on Instagram. My name is at Kara Franciscoaching. and then my website is KaraFrancisCoaching.com.
0: It comes as no surprise that not all divorces are created equal. While some divorces are collaborative and amicable, others are painful, accusatory, and may simply have you thinking, what the F? If you're co-parenting with an ex-spouse who abuses alcohol, this is a sobering reality. The folks at Soberlink want to help. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. The system's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test. So you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. The WTF Divorce community is here to help shed light on the fact that whatever you're going through, you are not alone. If Soberlink is reaching you at the exact time that you need it, Visit www.soberlink.com slash WTF to sign up and get $50 off your device. That's www.soberlink.com
1: slash WTF.